0: I like to cook, and the one thing I've come to learn is that the best way to improve the flavor of any dish is to make sure you're using high quality ingredients, which is why I love using ButcherBox to get all my meat, poultry, and fish products. They are far and away the best option out there, so if you haven't yet ordered from them, I highly encourage you to give them a try today. Not only do they give you tons of options, you can get any cut you want and it's always top of the line. But It's also way more convenient than going to the butcher or grocery store. They always provide free delivery right to your door. They have awesome ribeyes, strip steaks, and steak tips that have all the right marbling, chicken wings, breasts, and thighs full of flavor, and their fish is all wild caught with no additives. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of those premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash scarymysteries and use code scarymysteries to choose your free offer and get $20 off. So one more time, because this is key. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef Three pounds of chicken thighs or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Use code SCARYMYSTERIES, get $20 off your first box. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com/system. Welcome everybody! Thanks so much for tuning in. This month, strange and scary mystery stories will kick off with a messed up story of a man who murdered his entire family back in 1994 and is now free roaming the streets. Then we have the terrifying case of a victim who woke up from a two-year coma only to name her brother as her attacker. Rounding the bend is a story about a newlywed teen who got murdered in 1975. Then, we've got a man who plotted to kill his own mother and we're topping all this depravity off with the case of a teenager from Alaska who massacred his family. This episode is dark, And if you want even darker, uncensored content from us, remember to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Mysteries. Now, here are the strange and scary mysteries of the month for September 2022. Number 5. Australian Killer Walks Free You know, it's good to be close with family, but sometimes when you get too close, it can cause problems. The Volevsky family learned this the hard way, and the outcome of which was unimaginable. Lube Velvsky, had always felt like his mother-in-law, Mrs. Foska, was manipulative and often interfering in his marriage with the latter's daughters, Snezana. On June 19, 1994, the couple had a bitter argument over who got to watch their daughters Six-year-old Zaklina and the two baby twins, Daniela and Dejana, both three and a half months old. The man was angry at his wife for taking the side of her mother, who had been living with them in their house in Berkeley, Wallingong in New South Wales. Interestingly, it was in the same house that Lube's parents had also been residing in, and the argument reached a point that the couple demanded that they would boot out both of their parents out of their home. Nazana was so disheartened over what had happened, and after the commotion, the young mother took her three daughters and locked themselves up in a bedroom. Meanwhile, her husband went to another room just to go to sleep, and according to his claims, he slept for the next 17 hours straight. The next day, on June 20th, Lube dropped his parents off at his sister's house, and after that... He went to Zaklina's school to fetch the child, but found out that she wasn't there. He immediately assumed, then, that she was with her mother and twin sisters at the house. He went back home and opted not to bother his wife, however, things took a strange turn when neighbors began to take notice of the eerie silence. Despite Lube's assurance that his family was just fine, neighbors insisted on calling the police. He then tried to dupe the authorities by telling them that he didn't know how to open the door. And so, one of the officers forced herself in. They were then welcomed with a sight so horrifying that it took them a while to regain their composure. Inside were the bodies of Cezana and her three children piled on top of each other. They all had their throats slit open and the wounds were so deep that one of the victim's spinal cords was almost cut in two. Lube vehemently denied any responsibilities in the crime, and he even went on to say that it was his wife who murdered the children before she killed herself. Police immediately arrested Mr. Vilevsky, and he was put on trial, and in 1997, the court found him guilty. He was then sentenced to 25 years in jail, a decision that the public didn't agree with. Statements from prison authorities and fellow inmates suggested that the convict had never shown any remorse while behind bars. So recently, in July of 2022, the man was released from jail after serving the majority of his sentence. A week after, New South Wales State Parole Authority announced that Vilevsky is wanted for failing to comply with his obligations to regularly report to the Child Protection Register. This agency is responsible for monitoring offenders who commit offenses against children. Rumor has it that he returned to Illawarra, where his relatives live. His wife's family is now worried and at the same time frustrated with the fact that the man who viciously murdered his wife and three children was set free. Number 4. Two-Year Coma Surprise Police knew right from the start that it would be impossible for them to know who tried to kill Wanda Palmer. But, from time to time, things do happen that can't be explained. Things that we sometimes call miracles. On June 10, 2020, landscapers arrived at 51-year-old Wanda Palmer's mobile home in Jackson County, West Virginia. They were supposed to inform the lady that they'd be starting their job, but... Much to their shock, they found that their client was lying unconscious in a pool of her own blood. The contractors immediately rushed to Wanda's mother, Eileen, who happened to live nearby, and they then called for the police and the medical team. What they found was a bloody crime scene. Lying on the couch was Wanda, her head and face bludgeoned badly by what appeared to be an edged weapon like a machete or a hatchet. Responders initially thought that she was already dead, but much to their surprise, they heard sounds that they referred to as the death rattle. So she was alive, but in bad shape, and they feared that she wouldn't last until the morning. But Wanda hung on to dear life and managed to survive. She would then spend the next two years being hospitalized in a coma after the brutal attack. Meanwhile, the lack of evidence or witnesses proved too difficult for investigators to find their suspect. They did, however, question the victim's brother Daniel. Now he was initially made a person of interest because of his and Wanda's violent history. Apparently the two, who lived just a half mile apart, were not on good terms for a very long time. Previous records indicated numerous instances in which the siblings had altercations their history, as well as the lack of proof linking him to the crime, were not enough to handcuff her brother, and so the case went cold. Years rolled by without any substantial developments, but then suddenly, on June 27, 2022, Miss Palmer made a spectacular comeback. On that day, the woman woke up and began to mutter a few words. The Wetzel County Police immediately rushed to see her, And the timing couldn't have been more perfect as she had already recovered enough to finally name her assailant who was none other than her own brother Daniel. With her statement now, law enforcement quickly arrested the suspect who fervently denied the allegations. Very strangely, and while this may not necessarily bring solace to Wanda and the other members of the Palmer family, Daniel, after only being detained for a few days after the arrest, was then pronounced dead. Reports reveal that the accused was in poor health, and him being incarcerated just made things worse. While she has yet to fully recover from the coma, Wanda did prove to the world that she's one tough woman, so unyielding that not even a two-year coma could take her down. Number three: Newlywed teen Justice. It's amazing how far technology has come. Not only in terms of convenience and entertainment, but it's also hugely instrumental in solving what many believe to be unsolvable crimes. Just like the one that happened in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania back in 1975. In December that year, Lindy Beachler's aunt and uncle dropped by her apartment to check on their niece in Manor Township. The 19-year-old had just gotten married and was now living with her husband. When their incessant knocks didn't get answered, though, they tried to reach Lindy's phone, but still no one was at home. They lingered for a while, only to notice blood seeping through the front door, and this prompted them to call the authorities. What they discovered was what the prosecution described as a horrific scene. Court affidavits revealed that Lindy's body was sprawling on the floor near the living room, A towel from the kitchen was wrapped around the handle of one of the knives that was used to stab the victim 19 times. Her wounds were so deep that the weapon was found still stuck and protruding from her neck. Lindy had also been sexually assaulted, of which investigators were able to recover some DNA samples from the perpetrator. But forensic technology was still budding at the time, and so they still couldn't track down who the DNA belonged to. So for many decades, police couldn't pinpoint a suspect, let alone make an arrest. However, in 2022, 47 years after the brutal incident, authorities announced that they had made a major breakthrough in the case. Apparently in 2019, Lancaster County Police teamed up with Parabon Nanolabs, a company based in Reston, Virginia that specializes in and provides DNA phenotyping services for law enforcement organizations and they were able to produce a composite profile of the person they believed to be Lindy's murderer. In a conference, the agency's representative explained that they used the DNA to pin down the subject's family tree, and from there, they were able to find a potential suspect, and what they discovered is that the person in question was in the Lancaster area during the time of the murder. Moreover, they discovered that this guy belongs to a group of families that immigrated from the tiny town of Gasparina in Italy. The search ultimately honed down to a certain David Sinopoli. Everyone in the department was confused, knowing that not once did this name come up in the initial investigation. So police had the DNA from the crime scene, but now they actually needed the DNA from the perpetrator. So... In February of 2022, detectives collected a coffee cup that he had discarded at an airport. From there, they recovered fresh DNA, which they subsequently compared to the sample that they got in the initial investigation. Now, the results couldn't be any clearer. It was really Sinopoli who had raped and then murdered Beachler. It didn't take long for authorities to track down the suspect who still happened to live in the same neighborhood he's now in custody on charges of criminal homicide. Because of the never-ending pursuit for justice coupled with technology ingenuity, Lindsey Beachler's killer has finally been held responsible for his crime. Number two, man plots against his mother. Hatred is a kind of intoxication that once you indulge in it, will strip you of any sense of reason. A man from Florida has done one of the worst things a person could ever do, not just on any other person, but to his own family member. On July 17, 2022, officers from the Clearwater Police Department were called to an apartment at Palm's Countryside after a neighbor reported a loud banging and a woman's voice screaming for help. When authorities arrived, they discovered the woman, Mary Lopez, dead and swimming in a pool of her own blood. According to the report, the 53-year-old victim had been beaten with a hammer and stabbed multiple times. At the scene was her own son, Logan Lopez. When asked, the 24-year-old told investigators that the deceased was his mother and that it was him who did the grisly crime. So he was arrested right there on the spot. More chilling revelations unfolded when, during the interrogation, the suspect told the detectives that he had actually been planning the kill for over a year. He said that he had lured his own mother into his apartment by asking her to drop off his mail, which he purposely sent to their family address. He also lied to her that he was just going to show her his newly purchased furniture. The reasons were more than enough to convince the parent to visit her child, As she came inside, the man who had been hiding behind the door struck her in the head with a hammer. With the intent to finish what he started, Logan then took a knife and stabbed Mary multiple times. When asked for his motives, he told them that she had enslaved him for so long, and the police didn't need to elaborate any further. However, it was found that in February that same year, Logan was temporarily detained and provided emergency mental health services under the state's Baker Act. This act allows family members, especially parents, to have their loved ones be detained for certain mental health reasons if the person is unable to determine the treatment that he or she needs themselves. Logan is currently being held at the Pinales County Jail on a charge of first-degree murder. In his statement the accused said that he knew where he would be, considering that he had planned this for so long. Number 1. Alaska Massacre Gun ownership has always been a hotly debated topic, at least here in the United States. Some are strongly against it, while others would fight to the death to keep their rights to own one. Perhaps in our last story, we'll get to think again if indeed we should or should not forgo our privilege to bear arms. On the afternoon of July 26, 2022, the members of the Alaska State Troopers received a report of shots being fired at a home in Fairbanks. A concerned neighbor said he went to the residence next door and was compelled to call 911. Responding officers who immediately rushed to the site Then found four dead children. Upon inspection, authorities confirmed the deceased perished from apparent gunshot wounds. Their investigation, meanwhile, revealed that a 15 year old male family member shot three of his siblings a 17 year old, an 8 year old, and a 5 year old. Afterwards, he then turned the gun on himself. Three other siblings were at home at the time of the shooting, all of whom were under the age of seven. Should there be any relief from this story, police said that those three were unharmed. Interestingly, both parents of these seven children were not at home when the incident took place. Considering the sensitive aspects of this case, investigators opted not to reveal the identities of the victims, the shooter, as well as the other members of the family. Regardless, though, they did say that the gun was family-owned. This, in itself, made the case more controversial. There were early theories floating around that this could be a tragic case of an accidental shooting whereby the gun fired by itself, but yet the circumstances were rather quite suggestive that this wasn't the case. Even the police said that this was far from being an accident. They were also quite confident that it wasn't planned by the alleged shooter. However, the motive of killing could not be determined as well. So many questions were raised regarding this issue. Could it be possible that the kids were playing with a loaded weapon? Was the shooter in emotional distress or having a suicidal crisis? And how were they able to gain access to the gun in the first place? Sadly, the only person or people that know what really happened in that bloody moment are already gone. What's left now are the insurmountable heartache and perhaps the irresistible guilt shared by the parents so that's going to do it for the strange and scary mysteries of the month for september of 2022 if you guys are craving more true crime podcasts then every town is for you over there we tell the craziest cases and stories that have happened all around the country thank you guys so much for tuning in we really appreciate it and i'll see you in the next one